from St. Joseph, Missouri, here is Travis Lee Hartman. I actually like being a little spoon sometimes, but I think we're probably supposed to be talking boxing right now, but I still like the little spoon sometimes. So that's that's the lead in for episode 37. Welcome to the latest episode of Wayne in with Travis Hartman. Uh, you know, we are on Zoom again. I know I don't think people like it when we Zoom, we can Trav, but you know what? Sometimes that's just the way the schedule dictates it. We're, we're recording late again. We're back on track this coming weekend for episode 38, but today is episode 37 correct? You know what? When we're busy men, you know, we got to do what we got to do to get our uh, weighing of a Travis Hartman episode in. So we're, we're making it work with the Zoom. Well, I'm a big believer in, in time being an important commodity. It's a, it's a scarce resource. It's more valuable than money, in my opinion. So when we can do this, we do it. And uh, thankfully, we've had a long stretch of basically been able to do it in person. But I was out of yeah. town and uh, that kind of threw things off. And I think the weekend before you might have been out of town. So that kind of threw it off. But this yes, coming sir. weekend, we're back. We're back. Back on track. By the way, how was your trip to Chicago? We had a great time. We had a great time. Well, I'll get to that in a few minutes. Let me, let me before we jump into all this stuff, let's go ahead and thank our media partners. We got TH Boxing, Gulfstream Financial, and IF Enterprises. As always, thank you so much for the media support. I am B-Money, the producer. That over there is Weekend Trav. I got to remember the microphone is kind of here, so I got to kind of keep on talking this way, but I'm pointing this way. Yeah. How you doing? You got to make sure. I'm doing good, man. You know what? I had a busy full day, yep. and I get, to, I get to end the day doing a podcast with my best bud. Like, doesn't Boom. get any better. Boom. Boom. There we go. So, Anywho, weekend Trav. Let's uh, let's talk. Let's let's talk about boxing stuff. That's why people start to tune in, and then we get into our personal stuff. But let's talk boxing. We got some happenings. We don't want to take all the thunder away from this weekend's recording, but we have some stuff happening. We have a big fight coming up on Saturday, I believe. And correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, and some other things to talk about. But weekend Trav, I'm going to throw it to you. Let's chat boxing. Well, we, we can first talk about the fight that's happening. Actually, the first fight we should talk about is the fight that's happening in England because it's yeah. actually going to happen first. So we'll go with that one first, which is Chris Billum Smith. He is a cruiserweight and he's fighting for the vacant WBA Continental Cruiserweight title. And if you're wondering why there was so much to that phrase for this title, it's what WBA usually does. They right. have a lot of words, but... I'm not going to take anything from them because, B-Money, we are the number one boxing beard bourbon filmed in Orlando, Florida, specifically Laureate Park inside TH Boxing Facilities, except today on Zoom, in the world. In the world. I think because we're doing it on Zoom, we just took this another world title away. All of that plus on Zoom, we're number one. <laughs> Nobody's going to compete with that. I mean, literally, Nobody that and strap any, is ours. And anybody, any internet troll that has a problem with that, well, you just have a problem with life and you know you're living in your mother's basement. That's all I have to say. Yeah. And if you're gonna be a troll, at least be a good enough troll that when you make comments on our stuff, they don't get deleted by YouTube. That's exactly. How stupid, that's how stupid your comments were, by the way. And I know you're probably listening. You were stupid enough to make derogatory, terrible yeah. comments that YouTube deleted them. In fact, I saw those comments and I looked at them and they honestly, they weren't even that bad. I didn't touch them. YouTube pulled uh, them I off. Didn't, I didn't even see them. I, I wonder what they, they probably were really bad, but whatever. 
It was honestly, it was one of those things where I thought about this person specifically for about two seconds of my life. And then obviously we're talking about it now and that's pretty much it. Um, so why, why in the world, first of all, he's, somebody's coercing us to try to gamble that money with a stranger online. Come on, come on guy. I'm like, like, listen, buddy, he was messaging our Instagram account and I just stopped responding and, and and then that made him even more mad because I stopped responding. But I'm like, in what world am I going to bet some stranger and then expect him to actually pay when I win? Because I will win. Because I remember what it was on. It was talking about Ben Askren and Jake Paul. Yeah. And he he was fighting me on that. I'm like, buddy, it's not really, it's a foregone conclusion already. Like Jake Paul's winning. It's a matter of how. Right. And, and you know, even so, it's like I actually wished I wanted his uh, his comments to stay on YouTube because I wanted to thank him for the for the click and thank thank you yeah. for the watch. <laughs> I wish I would have seen him because I would have responded probably. Yeah, it was not okay. So we're <laughs> we're turning the page on that because frankly, this person and all these other people, they're not worth it. They're not worth my time and, and breath. Uh so anyways, you know we're gonna talk our buddy uh Chris Billum Smith, uh, which we met him in Dallas. He was there uh with uh with Luke Campbell's camp. Uh and and, and so night, I mean, first of all, that whole camp was awesome dudes. And and Chris was just kind of like kind of down to earth. We talked to him a little to it to, uh, with him for a little bit and just kind of realized who like I didn't realize he was, you know, he's has a pretty good professional resume at this point. You know, he, they basically were honest. They said so so in the amateurs. But once he hit the pros, he started knocking people out. Um, yeah. and, and so nice guy. We're going to have him on the in this corner uh, interview segment here, hopefully after he wins this thing. Um, yeah. And, but uh, we're connected with him on social media too. Just nice guy. Good people. We like good people in the sport. Yeah, I'm looking at his record right now. He's 11-1 as a professional boxer, but his last fight, he knocked out a guy that was 14-0, and he knocked this guy out in the second round. So he's definitely stepped his game up as a professional boxer. His only loss, his lone loss, was a split decision loss over 10 rounds um, to a 9-0 guy. So the guy can clearly fight. I know that I'm going to be rooting for him this weekend. He's fighting on DAZN against a guy named Vasil Dukar, who is 9-3-1, and one, and the fights are at Wembley Arena. It's a big fight card because it's on DAZN. And like you were just saying, we met him because the Luke Campbell camp, which is trained by the McGuigans, which is Barry McGuigan's son, Shane McGuigan, trains them. Mm-hmm. So that's how we kind of met um, uh, Chris. So – we got to be good friends with them and they're actually training another guy that same night on like the main event part of that card, I believe. So it's going to be a busy night for the McGuigans and wish the best to Chris. And honestly, I don't know enough about the other guy, but what I do know about Chris, he's 11 and one with 10 KOs. This guy's KO percentage is through the roof, obviously. So I'm rooting for this guy. And if you want to just have my, uh, amateur opinion on this fight i think he's gonna win it like i think he's set up to win this fight and to get a bigger fight down the road but i think he's set up to definitely win this fight and knowing who his coaches are i think he's gonna be okay i think so too now here's the risk because i believe uh is a replacement short-term replacement so there's always a risk to that you just never sure you're you're prepping for one person and then something occurs i wasn't i'm not sure if it was an injury or something along those lines but this guy stepped in i think last week or two weeks ago so yeah. a little shorter term on that. So there's always some risk there, but the McGuigans have, have their fighters ready and set. So, uh, I mean, much love to that whole group and uh, to, to Chris, um, you know, I'm looking for another KO, man. I don't know what round that's your, that's your department. That ain't my department. Listen, 
listen, this is going to be a good fight because this Vassal Dukar is nine and three, but he, out of his nine wins, eight of them are by KO. Chris Billum, out of his 11 wins, 10 are by KO. So I'm going to go ahead and venture to say that there's a good chance this fight doesn't go the distance either way. So I'm, I'm hoping Chris pulls it off by, by a knockout, but I don't think this fight goes the distance because both of these guys, they've only been the distance a couple of times um, in their wins, at least. So they both have a high knockout percentage. So I think that you're probably going to see, uh, I don't know. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and go on a limb because I usually do this stupidly sometimes, but I don't know enough about these guys, but I'm going to go ahead and call something like something crazy, like a fifth round knockout for Chris. Okay, call him fifth round knockout for Chris. And I'm not going to do a prediction video. So you have to watch this to get the prediction, but I'm calling ninth round or ninth round fifth round knockout by Chris um, over uh, Vasil Dukar on the zone, which is by matchroom boxing with Eddie Hearn. So I think it's going to be a good fight. It's a cruiserweight and this, fight. And this will be Saturday. I believe this is on the 20th. Uh, yep. So you said it's on the zone, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. Yep. I saw the, I saw the, uh, the media uh, picture with uh, Eddie Hearn there standing in the background and Eddie Hearn's a big dude. These guys made him look small. So, yeah. I think that they list his opponent as six, three. And I'm pretty sure that Chris looks taller than his opponent. And I didn't think Chris was six, three, but we were also sitting down at the table. So when we were talking to him in Dallas, so no, he's a big dude. He's a big boy. Yeah. He's a big boy. So anyway, so good luck to them. Uh, we're, we're rooting for you and much love to the McGuigan guys out there. The, the camp out there. Uh, let's talk uh weekend, Trav, the other big matchup. Let's talk Virgil Ortiz and Maurice Hooker. Uh, that's coming up, I believe also Saturday. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's Saturday as well. Yeah, it's March 20th. You're, okay, you're correct. So, it's March 20th. So pretty busy night there on the 20th. Uh, we might we might need to catch some stuff uh, on Saturday, you and I. Yeah, that's definitely going to be a very – and that fight is going to be – oh, you know what? I believe that fight is also on DAZN as well. So DAZN's going to have a double header there because the England fights are going to happen earlier in their day right. because of the time change. Right. So that means, wow, that's going to be – if you have DAZN and if you don't have it, go ahead and subscribe. Um, we don't get any, you know, credit for that stuff, but I'm telling you as a boxing fan, you should subscribe because one, uh, the fights in England are going to be good fights, but also here in the U S there's going to be fights at Dickey's arena at Fort Worth, Texas. And it's going to show, I think in my professional opinion, I think Virgil Ortiz is the, um, kind of the next generation of top welterweights. And I don't want to take anything from him now because He's the WBO international welterweight champion. He's 16 and 0 at 147. And this guy's the real deal. He's fighting Maurice Hooker, who is a former world champion. Mm -hmm. And I believe Maurice Hooker is training with Terrence Crawford right now. So, you know, he's going to come prepared as well. But Virgil Ortiz is the real deal, man. Um, he, he definitely can fight. He's only 16 and 0, but this kid can straight punch. And let me tell you how hard he punches, Brandon. He's 16 and 0. 16 knockouts, man. Nobody's went the distance with him. Now, now here's the thing. 16 and 0, but we can drive. He's 22 years old. 16 and 0, 22. Exactly. That's why I said that he is the next generation of this division because right now the the champions are like 30 and over because we yeah. have Terrence Crawford, who's I believe 30. Uh Errol Spence, same thing. They're up there closer to 30. Um, so this kid's only 22. So right now the blockbuster fights. Are, are happening for sure with Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence, uh, Sean Porter, those type of guys. But guess what? The welterweight division, it's in good hands because of guys like Virgil Ortiz yep. Jr., who's 22 years old. 
this kid is dynamite. He's got dynamite in his hands. He's five foot ten. He's got he's got a hundred percent knockout ratio, man. Like, how do you get better than that? So let me ask you: Do you want to go ahead and do a separate uh, prediction video on that one, or do you just want to go ahead and talk about it now? You know what? I'll just go and talk about it now because okay. Maurice Hooker is good, and Maurice Hooker is a former world champion. Like this guy had the title at one point in time, and I believe he lost it to yeah, he lost it to Jose Ramirez. So Maurice Hooker can fight, but. Maurice Hooker was knocked out by Jose Ramirez, who I don't believe is a big knockout puncher. And, and, and uh, Jose Ramirez knocked him out in the sixth round. So I think that Maurice Hooker is going to get knocked out by Virgil Ortiz four rounds. Four okay. rounds. Okay. I think Virgil Ortiz, he, and I genuinely, if you want to watch this fight, don't blink, don't get up to go get some food, don't do any of that because this easily could be a, a quicker knockout than that. But I think that I think four rounds. It's going to be you four think, rounds. Um, four rounds for Virgil Ortiz. You think age plays a factor here? You got a thirty-one-year-old going against a twenty-two-year-old. Well, you know what? If you asked me that like ten years ago, and uh, Maurice Hooker was thirty-one, I would say yes. But nowadays, thirty-one is literally not even close to being old, and, and I don't think it is because right now you have guys like Terrence Crawford who's thirty years old, and the sure. kid is literally probably in his prime. So I don't think age is going to be that much of a factor, even though Hooker is nine years older than Virgil. If anything, it's going to probably help Hooker a little bit being a veteran and being in a bigger fight because Hooker's game plan needs to be take Virgil Ortiz into deep waters. You need to take Virgil Ortiz into 10, 11, 12 rounds if you can. I don't think you can, but if you can, that's when you're going to be okay. But I don't think Virgil's going to let it go that long. But Maurice Hooker's been 12 rounds, you know, multiple times. Um, So if he can get this fight longer, that's better. But I don't see it going longer because Virgil Ortiz is 16 and 0. But to be honest, most people haven't ever heard of him. But they should know this name because I'm telling you, this kid's going to be a, re- a force to be reckoned with in the welterweight division for dang sure. Next step coming up. So we got two predictions here. We got Virgil Ortiz, uh, four, a fourth-round KO. We got Chris Billum-Smith, fifth-round KO is what weekend Trav's calling. You mentioned another name there, and I want to bring him up uh, specifically, Terrence Crawford, because we started My man. See- Started to see on social media another name throw his uh, his well another person throw his name into the hat a bit trying yep, to yep. lock up with Terrence Crawford and that is one Sean Porter. So I wanted to get your take on that there weekend, Trav. Well, here's the deal. I think I've said this a long time ago. Um, so those two are good friends, and I believe about five years ago they were like, you know, we don't want to ever fight unless we absolutely have to. Blah blah blah, because they are good friends. Um, but now Sean Porter is actively pursuing this fight. And I think for good reason. And I've said this multiple times as well. If Terrence Crawford doesn't get a top one or two welterweight in the world to fight, I have to drop him off of my number one pound for pound list and put, put Canelo at number one. Right. So with that being said, the only two people, in my opinion, that Terrence Crawford can fight right now and keep him at number one would be a Sean Porter or an Errol Spence. Unless he fights either one of those guys on my personal list, he drops off of it because one Canelo's earned it. And we've, we've talked about this. I've literally made a case that Canelo should be number one already. I've made that case multiple times, even though I saw Crawford number one, I just have a hard time dropping Crawford from number one when he hasn't lost. However, if he doesn't fight the caliber guys, that Canelo is fighting, then he does get dropped. And I will drop him if he doesn't get a Sean Porter or an Errol Spence. And yeah. 
B money. It looks like he might get a Sean Porter if it works out, but Bob Arum, Bob Arum doesn't like to pay people. So right. I don't know if Bob Arum's going to pay Sean Porter the money that he wants See, or I deserves. Think, I think overall, and I've mentioned this in the last week or two, uh, I'm losing my patience with this weight division. Uh, and I think fans are too. We it's, it's nice in theory to talk about all these different names and it's, it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a loaded division, yep. but we need to start seeing something happen. We need to start seeing something, you know, some signatures on paper. We need to start seeing things on the calendar rather than just talking about it. And in all honesty, just a bunch of guys starting to whine and complain on social media. I mean, they're really just, it, it's getting a bit exhausting to try to follow along. And then I'm just throwing my hands in the air. Like, what, what is this there? Are we just talking about, you know, a bunch of, uh, you know, sorority girls complaining to each other on social media and Twitter and this and that, and having a Twitter fight, show me something. Show me something. And I know part of that's the promoters, but come on, you're the fighter. Take, take the bull by the horns and do something about it. I got two phrases that go perfectly with what you're talking about right now. And you're correct. I think that we're our little burnt out that these guys aren't fighting each other. So I have two phrases. One, bring it, don't sing it. Mm. I think these guys are singing too much. And two, I'm from Missouri. We're from the Missouri's motto is show me or the show me state. So guess what? Hey, welterweights show me that you deserve to be in the talks with some of the other best welterweights of all time, which by the way, I think we have to mention this guy as well is Marvin Hagler. Marvin Hagler passed away uh, at 66 years old. Um, We're not sure what happened, uh, but I do believe he was battling some kind of a sickness, but that's not disclosed yet. But, uh, if you guys want to be in the talks of, of guys like that, who were some of the best welterweights, light middleweights, and middleweights in the world, then guess what? Show me. And that's what every single boxing fan is thinking right now about the welterweight division. Like you just said, show me. You think you're the best? Bring it. Don't sing it. And these guys are bad singers right now because they're bickering on, on Twitter and they're bickering on social media. Like, come on, guys. Like, let's, let's stop it. And let's just fight. Let's literally just fight. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and, and uh, I'm almost, I'm just so tired of talking about it, to be honest with you. Uh, but you did mention Marvin Hagler, rest in peace. Um, I mean, it's, it's, that's just one, one of the those greats, situations man. where, you know, you're curious as to what really occurred, but you want to also be respectful of, of, of such a, a, a phenomenal uh, world-class talent uh, that that's that's a 100%. name well known even with with non-boxing fans alike I had other guys yep. that know that we do this podcast that are friends of mine that don't watch boxing anymore and they're sending me the links like Marvin Hagler I'm like yeah man it's uh it's, it's sad it's one of those things that it's just um time is short I mentioned at the onset of the show time is a scarce resource man a lot of things can happen. You know, I think over the past year, as we've all gone through different stuff, positives, negatives, whatever it might be, time to me is so valuable. It's more valuable than almost anything because of what you can utilize uh, it with. And, you know, whether it's with family, friends, whatever it might be, but time is short and it's limited. So take advantage of every minute of every day you got and make sure you're using it appropriately. And um, so rest in no. peace, rest in peace, Marvin Hagler. No, and you're correct. You made you made a comparison about time. Time is definitely something that you can never get back, and you kind of compared it to money. And I agree. Time is something that you can never get back. Once that second has passed, you never get it back. Money, you can always get back. If you lose it, you can make more, right? right. So I think that you're 100% on point that time is literally priceless. 
time, you can never get back time. So if you want to do something, go out and do it. And definitely with family, friends, especially nowadays, you know, you never know what's going to happen. You never know if it's somebody's last day or if it's somebody's um, first day, but take advantage of the time that you have currently with family members, everybody, and definitely cherish that because time is something that you literally, it's the one thing. It doesn't matter how much money you have. You can't get time back. Right. So take full advantage of it. My whole perspective of a lot of things has changed over the past year or so, and, and I don't I don't want to necessarily dive completely into that, but it's uh, it's one of those things where as a as I'm a, I'm a financial planner, so you know I'm you're kind of taught and trained chase money, chase money, chase money, and try to do whatever you can to help people accumulate wealth and, yeah. and find new clients, whatever else. Uh, but I, I've had to take a step back, especially over the past year, and just have better perspective of things. And it goes back to that whole time concept. When I look back at the last 12 or so months, and in some situations kind of forced, but uh, but also my own decisions in this, spending more time with my family, my spouse, all these things, and how enriching things can become. And it's not, yeah. it's, and, and you realize that, you know what, money yeah, it's important because it can afford certain things or whatever else. But ultimately, it's that stuff that you're never going to get back. Money, you can always, like you said, you can always earn more. You can always re- reclaim money. In this, and you can always money. lose it, but you always get it back. Right. But it's the time. It's those moments you can never get back and you got to cherish those things. So, for instance, you know, uh, my, my wife and I just got back from Chicago, had a great time. We were there for a few days. Uh, my kids are on spring break. So we use that opportunity in the first part to say, all right, see you later, kids. <laughs> have fun. Have fun in spring break at grandma and grandpa's doing nothing <laughs> for a couple of days. Um, and so we went to Chicago, just had a great time, walked around the city. It was cold. They turned the, the river green for St. Patrick's Day. You know, we just I saw those pictures, man. You yeah, paid some phenomenal pictures. It was cool. We had a great time. Uh, didn't care about what we were eating and drinking and just had a good time together. But that's what I'm, that's my point. It's the time that you can never recoup and get back. Yep. You know, yep. and, and so I look at him like, you know what, let's just have a good time. Let's, you know, we're, we're fiscally responsible too, but you know what? I don't care. Let's just go have a good time. Let's go have good meals and, and share yep. good moments together and, and don't care if we sleep in and all this other stuff, because that's always waiting for us when we get back. So it was, um, I, I encourage anyone that listens to us here on these podcasts, re-examine and always refocus and retool your life and, and think, what are those things that I should, I wish I would have been doing do them now. Go do them. Yeah. Go spend yeah. your time appropriately. Yeah. Like don't put off tomorrow what you can do today. Like Bingo. that's a hundred percent. Like, and both me and you, we're kind of on the same like wavelength on that age wise, at least that we're just we're so much more mature when we're thinking about that stuff now. And you are financial planners. You have to look differently at things too. But at the same time, you have a grasp on time is very valuable. And well, at the end like- of the day, it's more valuable than money. It really well, it's like is. I think I think I had a conversation recently with a client, and they're you know they're they're very, they're very good. They're they're well off, but they were concerned like they wanted to look at a second property or possibly just doing a timeshare or something like that, just to have more time with their kids before their kids get into high school and graduate and that sort of thing. And I and I talked to them on on a Zoom of all things, and I said, "Okay, let's just figure out how to do it. Let's just do it." I mean, these are the moments that you'll never get back with your kids. If, if, if that's the priority right now, fine, we're going to figure out a way to make sure it works for you and your finances. That's important. It's not all, it's not always about, I got to make sure I have this much so I can make so I can have this much when I retire. Well, we, you keep focusing only on those moments. You're going to miss everything else passing you by now. And especially for them, it's their family, it's their kids. 
And so I'm like, yeah, I said, no, let's, let's restructure everything. Let's figure out how to make that work right now. That's a priority priority item. So see, that's why anybody that's watching, this is, this is not the money. I'm sorry, but I'm going to give you a plug and whether you like it or not, but this is why if you need a financial advisor or you need somebody that is going to walk you through those steps, this is why this guy is the man Gulfstream financial B money weighing in th at gmail and you can talk to b money and, and possibly pick his brain his financial brain but also the guy's got morals and integrity that it's not always about money it's also about life and time that you can't get back so this guy's good at what he does i appreciate you man i appreciate you and uh you know i don't know this uh thank you so much for those ki- kind words but you know what i Let's wouldn't tra- say them unless they were true ah hey that's because that's because you have integrity too that guy over there has integrity uh, i think i'm pointing the right way i don't know because my screen my screen you're like up there yeah so all right well let's transition around so uh, we can travel what do you what do you yes, what do you uh what are you partaking in over there what do you got what are you drinking right. yeah you just saw that i just had some boom but so it's buffalo trace but but listen i feel like oh yeah that's just okay yep so we're drinking buffalo trace but if so there is a it's on hulu it is a, um, a documentary slash movie on uh, bourbon and whiskey. It's called Neat. I challenge you guys all to watch it because every um, barrel of whiskey or bourbon is different. And our, so we are drinking Buffalo Trace, but we're drinking the single barrel select from Hagen O'Reilly's. So they have a good enough uh, relationship with these people that they get barrel select type of stuff, which is pretty phenomenal stuff. Yeah, and no. me and, and and me and B money, we have it because uh, Louis Ortiz, Louis Salazar, Louis Ortiz. I'm thinking of Virgil Ortiz, but <laughs> yeah. Louis Salazar of Hagen O'Reilly's definitely hooked us up and took care of us. And because of that, we're going to do episodes there again. The next big fight, we're going to be at Hagen O'Reilly's. But guys, this bourbon that that they hooked us up with, it's so funny. B money, this is all true as well, not scripted. Before we even did the show, I already had this opened and I was already pouring a glass of it. And B Money texted me and said, I'm opening a glass of Buffalo Trace. And I was like, I swear to God, I'm doing the same thing. Like, Bingo. I'm not even kidding. So Bingo. we're like on the same wavelength. Yeah. So, so um, I like, I've always liked Buffalo Trace. Uh, I think I've, even before we started doing the show, I was like, hey, Buffalo Trace, we can find it. Let's get it. Now, this isn't yep. exactly the stuff that you would find on the shelf, which right now is kind of hard to find, anyways. It just, it went from one of those like kind of a cult following. I know, I know the actual distillery does other stuff, uh, other bourbons too, but the Buffalo Trace labeled one, it went from being like a $20, $25 bottle to all of a sudden like $35, $40. And it's hard to find. Uh, so, yeah. It kind of has its own allure, but having the having the selected version from Hagen O'Reilly's, uh, which obviously it tastes uh, tastes a little bit better and it's it's nicer. I enjoy this bottle. It does it's very good. I'm gonna rate this thing because we haven't rated in a while. So let's do. An oh yeah, we have rating. So I'm going to go ahead and give uh, this Buffalo Trace this single, <clears throat> the single barrel select. select. I'm gonna go ahead and go and give it a pretty big score for me, eight point four what 8.4 that is like by far your highest score like of all time yeah 8.4 like like in the ratings that we've been doing for the last six plus months 
that would be considered the goat of your ratings. It's very good. And it's not just because I have friends with the last name Buffalo, which I do uh, props up to uh, Brian and Chris and Rachel Buffalo, uh, but <laughs> Buffalo Trace, Buffalo Trace. All right. I mean, I'm going to, so I'm going to, I'm going to rate mine and I'm going to have to go with a 7.8. 7.8 wow we but are... that's no but that's really high for me too though yeah yeah so i don't, I don't think going... I've rated, i don't think i've rated anything eight have i i don't think i have i don't know i don't know so either way we're at a, in the middle is an 8.1 we're averaging 8.1 that's on fair the buffalo that's trace fair. single barrel select from hagen o'reilly's their pick of the barrel so thank you to those guys over there you guys are awesome out there in winter garden uh, we're not we're not compensated by anybody to do this show is and we're not compensated by them. We just like those guys. They're cool. No, hundred percent. Uh, and their hospitality is great. Food's great. Uh, beverage selections out there is great. I saw the photos from their St. Patrick's Day celebration out there. Awesome. Like they're having a wild time. Uh, yeah. So so props up to those guys out there in Winter Garden. Hagen O'Reilly's. Go check them out. Eight point one. Eight point one is our our eight point one boxing gloves out of ten on the Buffalo Trace single barrel select. Listen, the stuff is really good. It's smooth. It's easy to drink. It's very affordable. I mean, you're talking, even for the barrel select, I think you're talking under 50 bucks still, but definitely worth it. Yeah. So, and I think, I don't, you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong. I can't remember what they were, what Lewis was saying. Like, I think you, if they have any there, you could probably buy the bottles still from them. Yeah. But- uh, but it just depends if they have anything available. Probably after yesterday, they might not. <laughs> so um, I'm listen. Hey. We can travel. I'm licking my wounds from yesterday a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Listen, I I know you are because I was texting you. So I know that you probably for sure are. I would have been. However, I was working B money until late. So, but to be fair, I don't normally really celebrate St. Patty's Day. Not I'm nothing against I'm nothing against it. Like if I wasn't doing anything, I would 100 percent have came out. Well, me either. And, like I refer to it as amateur hour, amateur night. I don't I don't like partaking. My office building was doing something just because they haven't been able to do anything because of all the COVID stuff, whatever else. But this is their first and, and so about a year ago I moved into my moved my practice and I'm in this new office building now. And they did social stuff. Like every Wednesday they were doing a wine thing and stuff like that. But when all the COVID like little stuff mixers, happened, it shut down. And so now this was the first time they're doing something again. They're doing a trivia thing and everyone's just having a good time. Uh, some, some, some with masks, some with not. Um, <laughs> what is this amateur hour? It was amateur hour, amateur trivia <laughs> hour. And you know what? I was an amateur <laughs> and I have been trying to get back on track after Chicago to go like low to no carb. So my body was not feeling it this morning. It was hurting. I went to the gym this morning. I don't miss. I went to the gym for leg day. It was awful. Good awful. job. Awful. Good job. Oh, it was brutal, brutal. But put, I'm here, put, which is why I was kind of concerned um, for us recording this. I'm like, dang it. I don't know if I want to drink. <laughs> <laughs> but then but then once this Buffalo Trace hit, your, hit my lips. It does. Once it, hits, once it touches your lips. Once it touches your lips. <laughs> Listen, anyway so that's where we're at you you have to realize that i need these episodes mm. for my own sanity as well yeah. and i need them more so not zoom so i need you to be in person a lot more 
than this because I need some B money time. Trav, weekend Trav needs B money time. Well, you got B money time and I got weekend Trav time coming up this weekend. We'll be recording episode 38 from the TH Boxing Facility there in the Park. Uh-oh. And I have a special, and I have a special outfit that I've literally, I've a couple that I've done, and I've actually put some time and effort into this, and I hope that you like it. <laughs> wow. You don't know what it is yet either. I don't. I love it. Just so, just so everyone at home is understands, whenever Weekend Trav has the Weekend Trav outfit, I don't know what it is until I arrive. Like when I arrive for our uh, pre-production and the shoot, even in pre-production, he's not wearing the outfit. It's always like, okay, we're going to finish setting up and then we're going to start recording. And then he comes into the the gym (laughs) and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what I'm dealing with. So I'm, I'm getting surprised just like you guys are when you, when you actually turn on and listen or not listen, but watch on YouTube, Uh, which if you're not subscribed yet, or you're not following our stuff, uh, do it. Go ahead and hit, yeah. uh, hit hit the subscribe button. You better because we got 4,500 views on one of our videos. So if you're not one of those 4,500 people, what are you doing with your life? I, I don't know. I don't know. I Sometimes I don't know what I'm doing with my life, but I'm watching and I'm subscribed <laughs> to our own podcast. Uh, but So go ahead and do that. Subscribe Same. it push this video out or, or the audio recording out to your friends and family and loved ones, maybe even the people you hate. I don't care. Send it to everybody uh, and, and allow them to listen, click subscribe, go ahead and hit the bell notification icon too. Cause you know what? It, it's just, it's nice to click something and it's a positive click and it's not something that's going to get you in trouble later on in life. That's the key word. It's a positive click guys. You're going to hear good stuff, good news, positive vibes, positive stuff and you might even get a financial tip to make you a million dollars well i'm not i'm not guaranteeing <laughs> i'm not guaranteeing anything i'm not guaranteeing. Okay, that's why that's why i said that and then i paused because i was waiting for you to do the disclaimer there's plenty of disclaimer in my world but you know what i just want to if there's opportunities for me to help anybody or at least point someone in the right direction maybe it's not with me or my practice and that's fine too uh you know everything works th- out everything works. i think out. i think our headlines for this show should be Want to know how to make a million dollars? Question mark. And then like dot 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 dot. Don't ask us. Ooh, that's clickbait. Like that's clickbait. It is, and I. But I feel like it's very truthful clickbait, though. So we want feedback. We want feedback. If you followed any of these, if you saw the the uh, jump rope videos, that's what's really got some traction here. We want feedback. What should we be putting on other than the podcast episodes? Other than the interviews? Some of the silly stuff like that. What are things you guys want to see us do? You want you want uh, me to throw a pie in a weekend Trav's face? I'll do that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why do you got to go straight there? Like, listen, here's the deal. One, you guys should be very grateful that B-Money is, on, B-Money is on this show because I don't give a crap what you think about this show. Actually, okay, I do a little bit. But I don't, I don't, I don't really care that if you hate what we talk about, this is what we talk about. We talk about boxing and then sometimes today we've actually done really well. We haven't talked about politics or the big C word, which is positive. I mentioned, I mentioned big C a little bit. Did you? Well, either way, we've been pretty solid in this show about positive stuff. We've been uplifting. We've been very positive. So if you click on our show, it's been very positive, very uplifting, very much like uh, don't make money, but, 
make time for the people that you love and enjoy. And that's, that's the most important thing. So we, we've been positive in that regard. D money. I'm walking though- away. I'm walking away with bring it. Don't sing it. I'm saying that's like my favorite saying right now, because there's a lot of boxers out there singing the tune of BS. Listen, guys, I'm a professional boxer as well. However, stop singing it. Just bring it, bro. Like, come on, bring it. Don't sing it. Like, listen, that's why. Okay. You know, you know that I already, I already have a very high regard when, when I talk about Terrence Crawford, I do not because I fought him. Cause I fought, I fought a lot of top guys. I fought Keith Thurman. I fought Chavez jr. I fought Paez yep. jr. I fought all the top guys. I have Jesse Vargas, but you don't hear me singing praise about every one of those guys. And it's because I just sing the praise about Terrence Crawford because I believe it. And it's true. Not because I fought him, which helps because I've got to see it firsthand what the kid's capable of, but listen, Sing it, don't bring it. So, Sean Porter, bring it. And if if Bob Arum, which is uh, Terrence Crawford's tra- uh, promoter, if he is like stonewalling you and not paying you the money, then tell us. Give it out there to us. Because right now, I feel like you're singing it and you're not bringing it. So, at the end of the day, I want to see you fight. I want to see you bring it. And I want to see Terrence Crawford fight a top guy and. To be fair, B-Money, I really don't care if Terrence Crawford fights uh, Sean Porter. I like Sean Porter. I don't like his style. His style is just, it's a bulldog type of style. It's a rough and tough fight. If you beat him, you better, you are good. You're great. So that's the good thing about it. But he's not fun to watch. And he's a tough fight for anybody. And that's why. I think that pairing would be a would be a fun one to watch because of yeah. the stylistic differences. Um, so, all right. right. Well, let's let's right. do this. Let's do this weekend, Trav, because we will be recording just in a couple more days here for episode thirty-eight. Let's go ahead and wrap episode thirty-seven right now. Uh, we talked about a few of the fights or a couple of the fights coming up this weekend. Virgil Ortiz, you're you're calling a fourth round KO over Maurice Hooker. We got Chris Billum Smith over there in uh, in overseas in England. And he's taking on Vassal uh, Ducar. And uh, you're calling fifth round KO for Chris Billum Smith. That would make him the WBA continental champ. Cruiserweight, I think, right? Yes. Um, so e- either way, those are gonna that's going to be a good zone day, I guess. I- I'd have to see what yeah. time that match will come up. I would imagine it's kind of going to be close to like a four or six o'clock, something like that, in order for yeah. it to be the proper time over there in England. But anyways, yep. so that, a big day of boxing on Saturday. We got our recording probably on Sunday this weekend, so we'll be back with you guys. Uh, we're going to thank our media partners again, TH Boxing, Gulfstream Financial, <laughs> that's me, and IF Enterprises. Thank you, as always. Uh, weekend Trav, final thoughts, bring us home. Listen, I'm from Missouri, so I'm going to go with the whole thing again. I'm a Midwesterner, but show me. Listen, guys, show me. Boxers, every single fan out there, they want to see action over talk. So show me the money. You I know was going to say, do it. Like, Please just do it for us. Do the <laughs> Jerry. Come on. Yeah, the Jerry McGuire. Show me the money. There you go. But, but I really don't care about show me the money because we've just talked about money doesn't matter. It's time that you can't get back. But also for these fighters, it's fights that you can't get back. 
Because you if go. you pass up fights now, you know, these guys might be older and more and less of a seller later on. So fight them now, fight them now and, and get the credit you deserve because I'm going to give it Marvin Hagler fought Sugar Ray Leonard. They both fought each other during their peak. They both were at their peak. So guess what, guys? Let's take some. Let's take a page out of all the old timers' books and fight each other at their best. Stop waiting until they're older. Fight each other at their best. So, Terrence Crawford, fight Sean Porter if you have to. Fight Errol Spence if you have to. But start fighting each other. And you know what? Somebody that has done that is Canelo Alvarez, by the way, which is more credit to him. And, and I keep making a case that he should be number one, but he's number two still on my page. But he fights the best. He doesn't wait till they're older. He fought Floyd Mayweather. So Canelo fought Floyd Mayweather when Canelo was like 24 years old. Undefeated, but 24 years old. So and learned a lot everybody, from that fight. According to him, that was that he takes he doesn't take it as a loss. He takes it as a learning experience. He learned yes. so much. And so, you know what? I thought that real fast, I'll, I'll, I'll sum it up real fast. I thought that that fight was too early, but also I was like, you know what? I don't think Canelo Alvarez can get any better than that fight, but promise you, I will eat my words. Canelo Alvarez post Mayweather has gotten like 10 times better. The dude is phenomenal. The dude is a great. So fight the best guys, because you never know after that, um, how you can add to your resume, how you can add to your greatness. And at the end of the day, Look at guys like Marvin Hagler. Marvin Hagler is considered uh, one of the greats of his time. He 100% is. The dude was phenomenal. And in a lot of people's opinion, didn't even lose to Sugar Ray Leonard. Mm. So the dude is great. Fighters from the great state of Missouri. Show me. Period. Period. Bring it. Don't sing it. You brought it full circle because, as you mentioned, time is a valuable commodity and you're never going to get these opportunities again. Things, anything can change. Lots of stuff can change. You never know what trajectory your career path is going to take, what goes on in families, things like that. Take advantage, strike now while everyone's irons are hot. These, this is the time. And it's beautiful for the fans, beautiful for the fans. You want to win over more and more fans into boxing. Don't rely on the YouTube guys to do it, but they're doing it, but don't rely on them. Fight the fights. That's what's going to bring people to the couch. That's going to be pe- bring people to the seats, into the stands, clicking on the pay-per-view buys. That's what's going to do it. So fight right now. Time is a scarce resource, more valuable than money, but you're going to be making money too at the same time. So do it. Just do it. So Weekend Trav, um, thank you so much for your time here, guy. Um, I guess we're going to wrap it up. That there is Weekend Trav. That there is B-Money. Thank you so much. God bless. Thanks for joining us. Ooh, ooh. <laughs>